Hello, 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 everyone out there. Welcome back to another episode of Kimboology. It's your girl Kimbo here, aka the Blasian Sensation, aka Miss Traveling Chafing Queen, aka Kingpin Kimbo. What's up? AKA Dwarf Pajanad, aka Slayer of Pose, aka Miss Petty Pussy, aka Mother of Georgie, <clears throat> aka Kimbo Kush, aka Captain Planet. She's a hero, gonna take pollution down to zero, aka Miss Pussy Cantro, aka the Hustlin' Hussy. A.K.A. twerking on your daddy's couch. A.K.A. yes, my middle name is spelled wrong. A.K.A. Kimbo of all trades because she can do it all, honey. A.K.A. the nomadic nympho. A.K.A. great ass McGee. A.K.A. heels bigger than your dick. A.K.A. platter pussy. A.K.A. <laughs> you guys, Becky is high boots right now and can't even do her A.K.A.s right now. <laughs> This is um, Becky, a.k.a. Baxter Lexter, a.k.a. Pujanat's favorite daughter, the oh new one. God. Oh, my God. A.k.a. I'm sick of all these fucking AKAs, bitch. <laughs> I was like, the doing people them? have had enough. <laughs> I was doing it, and I'm like, damn, I'm tired. I'm tired of reading these goddamn AKAs. Jesus, like, Lord. I was, I'm highest. You guys, we are high boots right now, so... We're going to struggle through this oh, together, shit. you guys. And as you guys already know, it's my co-host, Becky in the building, y'all. Hey. A.K.A. Bex Alexa, A.K.A. Travel <laughs> Beck. A.K.A. Beck, though. A.K.A. Be- yes! <laughs> A.K.A. Beck, though. That's how I literally, like, I call her. Like, Beck, though. I'll text her. Beck, though. But I um, love that she spells it T-H-O-U. Thou. Yeah. Instead of... <laughs> oh, I... <laughs> Shakespeare English nerd in high school. I don't fucking know. <laughs> no, bitch. I just really thought that that's how we do it. Like, I think no. that's how you fucking, I don't know. Beck, the, your face, the revelation. <laughs> it was a revelation. Because I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Have I been really saying it or spelling it wrong the whole time? Oh, my God. Sorry, guys. Oh, my God. This is episode 44, guys. Welcome back. Sorry. That was like... <laughs> I'm fucking Becky. Um, <laughs> episode 44. How do we say this? Let's see. Nung song sao si 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 sip si. Yeah. Nung song sao si si sip si. 44. Hey, there we go. I know. Now we actually are like not appropriating and we have Becky here now who's Latina <laughs> and saying it in 40 Bitch, in Spanish. Mexican, okay. <laughs> <laughs> By injection. I mean, yeah, no, I no. will. I, I yes, you're black and Thai, of course, <laughs> but you're Mexican too. So basically, I've been fucking she like <laughs> hanging with y'all for this what past. Kim had the nerve one time to like come at me. Remember when 
when you first met my parents. Yeah. And I had told you, or my mom said, she's like, oh, come over for dessert. I made um, bread pudding. Yeah. And I was like, Kim, my mom's bread pudding ain't shit. You were like, Beck, what's wrong with you? And I was like, what do you Because you were talking shit about yeah, your mom's like, cooking. Yeah. And I was like, go try it. Go. We'll go. You'll see. And remember, you were like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, my mom's a great cook. She's a great cook. I'm not talking shit, but there Yo, are, no, Becky, there are you be talking things. shit about your mom's cooking. Her tamales ain't shit. Bread pudding ain't shit. Like, you be talking mad shit about your mom's cooking. You be like, I can cook better than her. But that, like, well, the point is, is I'm saying, like, you ride for Mexican food hell and yeah. the culture and the country. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. So, yeah, you're Mexican. True. Because, yeah, <laughs> I literally have always been like, so, yeah, me and our me and Becky and our like group of friends we've been friends for like oh my god Becky like more than 10 years right at this point like over a decade and it would always be like just me this like black and Asian this Blasian bitch hanging out with all the Latinas (laughs) and just like the token black girl in the in the the group picture in the fucking like at the outing (laughs) and then like it was honestly though it wasn't until late these past few years that like I could actually like like, I found out that, like, you were as woke as you were. Like, what do you mean? Like, I couldn't, we well, couldn't we talk really, about, we like, really? Well, it's because we didn't really get close until, like, right before, like, the New Orleans trip. True. So, like, we were That's cool, true. but, like, we had, and it was, like, the reason why we went early on our honeymoon <laughs> before my wife came. <laughs> Woo, because you know she gonna be pressed. Like, wait a minute, wait a minute. We it was like by sheer coincidence that you and I had the day off before, so we're or Uh like or two days before. Uh huh. And like, I guess I think I remember it being like cheaper for us to fly out. Oh yeah, I mean, if we left early together, and we were like, fuck it, let's just go. I'm off from work. You're off from work. Like, yeah, we might as well just go early, and then they can fly in and meet us. Right. So I was like, yeah. And then it was cool enough with you that I was like, I'll go hang out with her for two days. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Because we had like two days to ourselves. Yeah. Right. Cute. Cute. Well, no, I mean, like, I just feel like we couldn't talk about those things. Like, we couldn't really, I didn't really feel comfortable talking about, like, you you know, just black, black feelings in general of, like, being a black woman. Like, I never really, like, not that we, like, I didn't, I disassociated or anything like that. No, yeah, I get what you're saying. I just, like... I just didn't bring that shit up with you guys. Like, I didn't want to bring stuff like that up with you guys just because, like, I just didn't really... I didn't think any of you guys would understand. I honestly oh. didn't think you guys would understand okay. where I was coming from. Because I... Well, you know, our like in, my, in our friend right. group, some of us have been a little bit, like, just, like, they didn't really understand. Right. You know, but... Now, like, like going forward, like, I would talk to you about things, and I'm like, oh, she just fucking gets it. Yeah, cool. Yeah, this is a weight off my shoulders. <laughs> like, yes, yeah. you know. Uh-huh. So yeah, it's been nice to like just be able to, especially like in the past year. You know, obviously things got to be more. Also, easy. too, you know what? Thinking back on like, because you know, I'm always talking about it on my social media now, but over 10 years ago, social media was, at least my Facebook yeah. was like actually a fun place to be before family and parents and Theas and Theos like infiltrated. Oh Lord. And made it this terrible fucking place. Facebook um, is for the aunties now. Right. And it that, really and is. I honestly, I think that's why I would run my mouth on there all the time because <laughs> I've got hella fucking yeah. problematic family members. There, yeah. Yeah. You know, and yeah. it would just be, 
I'm, I'm sure a lot, quite a lot of them have blocked me already, but well, whatever. I, mean, <laughs> I know, fuck, right? You know, I haven't shut my mouth to them back. No. These are not passive aggressive poses. I will fucking tag you and ruin your life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Becky will. She'll come for you. Um, like, um, so maybe that's why, because, I mean, we yeah. were, we've been social media friends, but like over 10 years ago, like I wouldn't post stuff because I was, it was a safe space. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I knew yeah. my friends were there and like. Yeah. You know, and I had people that thought like me on there wasn't like other people had like infiltrated yet. Yeah, but like with when it came to like honestly, like where I feel I truly felt seen with you guys is when honestly when George Floyd happened. You oh. know, unfortunately, you know, rest in peace to him. But like then that's when our in our group chat we like would talk about it in our group chat. Yeah, and it was like something, and that where, had never been a yeah a group chat. Topic, topic before no it was True. like where are we going this weekend guys you know what i mean right. where's the where's the party at you know who Wh- sucked off the <laughs> right who sucked off who last weekend oh my god right <laughs> like oh my god guys like i fucking like <laughs> fuck this one guy like, like oh my god here we go here we go more stories now i'm just playing but like no i mean truly truly that's when i felt like oh i feel seen now i you know can talk about this stuff with my friends which you know, well, it's, I'm glad it's, you have that now. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I, and I bet you there's a lot of people like myself that felt like, okay, True. you know, cause not only with you guys, but like with my family, you know, True. like my sister-in-law who's Italian, she's white, you know, Italian. Um, but her family's like, you know, from Italy. So she like, yeah. they speak Italian and everything, you know? Wow. So, but yeah. Why do we got all heavy and shit? It's the beginning of the episode. Oh my God, y'all. Y'all are like, what is the episode about? What is this shit? Guys, what the fuck? Um, you guys, we're going to talk about ghost stories. Yes. Ooh. And the Mothman. Yeah, well, bitch, that's a part a of... Like, well, they're fo- fo- like folklore. Folklore story. He's for real, bitch. Okay, well, he it's is for half real. moth, half man. Yeah, we'll talk about that later, guys. That's going to be our main topic later. <laughs> we're going to go dive... We have some story. Becky bought... Like, she literally bought, like, brought in her fucking, like, childhood... Fucking ghost story book that she like signed when she was in second grade. I was like, bitch, what? <laughs> I had to go. I I have a story for you guys, but I'll bring it up later. But like your girl had to like search because it's a Thai thing. And I'm like, I don't even know where to fucking find this. This Tia, you know what I mean? So I found it, but yeah. we'll, we'll talk about that later. Oh so that's, God, yeah, excited. I know. I want Rick Dog. you should insert some sort of spooky noise in this part. <laughs> That'd be cute. Um but yeah, we're going to talk about that later. But as you know, we always got to start with our weekly segment, Sexy Sustainability. Um, I'm going to shout out this product that I've been using here. Um, I'm sure you guys have been getting like the, um, what do you call like the sponsored ads that come up and stuff like that on your social media, like your Instagram and your Facebook. Right. It, I was, I, I'll agree. Like I got, got, and I like bought this product that I saw that popped up on my ass. <laughs> like he's like, bitch, you got, got, I did. I got, got, cause I tried it. Cause uh, you know, I'm always like hashtagging sustainability and things like that. So of course, you know, um, the FBI listens and they send, you know, they're like, Oh, she's, she's going to buy this. Give it, send it to her. Um, so there's this company called earthbreeze.com. And basically what it is, it's eco um, laundry detergent eco sheets. So instead of like laundry detergents and those, you know, those bottles and shit that that 
practically at this point can like no longer be recycled properly. Like <gasps> honestly, right. no guys, like yeah. it's a problem. Like if you think that you're recycling, you're doing good in the, in the plan. I made it. I did good in the plan. I'm recycling. No, you guys, we need to like stop buying certain products now. Cause it's bad. True. Like we have fucked us over in the, in the, in the world. Like we cannot go back anymore. So at this point we just have to start making better conscious purchases and not actually purchasing like plastic altogether. And so this is a really good alternative for laundry detergents. It's this company that I found called Earth Breeze. It's not expensive. Mm. They send you these like in, a, in, a, in literally in an envelope, they send you these eco sheets. So it's like laundry detergent that's been like dried out mm-hmm. in sheets. And you'll just take that and you'll oh. just put it in there. Yeah. I'll show you back. It's great. And like literally a skincare brand that just... Um, it, they, I think they launched like maybe four months ago. Okay, called Clean with Plus. Okay, and the bo- it's body wash. The it's a sheet. Okay, for your body. Okay, you pull it out. But bitch, the packaging is also dissolvable in water. There as you well. go. There you go. Yeah. So is this? It's paper. Mm-hmm. So when I tell you, like, it's literally waste free. Yeah, I love that. What was that company? That- Clean with Plus. Have you tried it? No, dude. It's like for, I think it was for like third. No, I think it was for like 20 packets. It was like $34. That's a lot of money for body wash. It's a lot. It's, it's a, a lot. lot. Well, it's, I just it's a use lot. a bar of soap, bitch. I use like See, the. the thing is I would, I have really sensitive dry skin. I'm so. going to give you some of this TGIN bar of soap that I be getting. Okay. I'm going right, to give you one tonight. I have okay. it. All right. And you're going to take it home. You're going to try it. And it's. When I tell you it does not dry my skin out. Because it's all natural. It's paraben-free, oh. sulfate-free. Look at me selling. Yeah, shout out yes. to TGIN. Um, thank God it's natural. That's a, that's a shout out to black-owned, um, Harvard graduate, CEO, woman-owned company that's here in up. Chicago. Chicago brand. Um, yeah, support them. I love them down. I work for them all the time. So, but yeah, this, this, this company is called earthbreeze.com. And it's like literally like, so great because it's super cheap i mean like you can do like a setup like getting like you can set up it however you'd like like maybe Mm -hmm. they'll deliver it to you every month or every two months or whatever but you can cancel at any time it's like it was like less than 20 bucks i think for like third i don't know forgot how much it's like it's super affordable i was really shocked how cheap it was i was like wow Mm -hmm. this is actually pretty cheap um they're carbon neutral so they send it just right in the mail you know um and literally like I'm just like reading on this company. It's like, oh, they have like sensitive skin ones for if you don't like the, yeah. you know, um, it works. You know what I mean? And it says if you buy one, give ten. So every package of Earth Breeze, um, we donate ten loads of d- detergent. But we they donate ten loads of detergent um, to a, um, and then you can oh you to like can, a family in need. You can actually choose the charity you give it to. I remember oh, when I bought I that. that, it was cute. Yeah, I bought it, cute. and then it gave me a couple lists of like, oh, would you like to donate the, your yeah. yeah, um, yeah. To this company, this company, this, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And then I, I think it was, I, I did like, um, like, um, you know, like, a, like the, like a country that, that, that's, you know, that needed more like laundry detergent and things like that. Right. I think it was like a, like a country that was like, I can't think what's like a, oh my God, like I'm so high. <laughs> <laughs> I was like struggling. Was like, girl, you this know. your bad. <laughs> Becky's like, bitch. I, I, she's like, I'm looking at her like, save me. She's like, I got nothing 
faux you. Um, just like a underprivileged, like a poverty, poverty stricken, third world country, third world country okay. poverty stricken country. Yeah. yeah. And they'll get, they'll donate to them. So that was really nice. So yeah. Shout out to earthbreeze.com. They're this week's sexy sustainability. So yeah, every week yes. guys, sexy sustainability, we shout out a company, product, brand, or a lifestyle change that you make when it comes to sustainability, saving the planet, or, you know, just being a great human being because humans are ruining the planet <laughs> so there you go um so yeah should we just move it right along to recycling in the news Wait, i have one i, I have one because i but i just can't like i have to be this is gonna this is gonna okay, you guys yeah. you're fine because becky's gonna go she's high as she's looking at me right because she's struggling because she's high as fuck right now well, I, I, was I, prepared. <laughs> I was not prepared. I literally was like, bitch, let's get high with this smoke. And I gave her like one of my favorite strains of like sati- this sativa, like Larange. This, it's a sativa strain, um, but it's strong and it's like yeah. so good. It's I took like, a baby puff. She took like, like two baby hits. She's high boots right now. I'm pretty high too. I haven't had that strain in a while. It's, it's fantastic. Yes. It's always like, it's like usually like, it's all, le- it's like super orangey and like, and then it just has like a higher, it usually has like, higher thc too it's like 31 mm-hmm. percent, but that doesn't always matter guys it's not all about thc um okay but yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> i know you got you oh this is a great segue so <sighs> becky over here i'm gonna teach her like and she's like kim i need some indica like do you have some weed and i was like i ran out like two days ago yeah she's like i need some indica you know like i'm like bitch i, I got I you i was going to the dispensary today but i just i, bitch, I got it. you thanks so yeah i'm gonna gift her a little bit of shweed but the thing was um <laughs> <clears throat> I'm gonna give her some Skywalker, which is really nice indica. It's indica dominant. It's indica. That well, speak. I told Kim, well, Kim was like, well, "What are you getting?" Or like, "How do you roll that home?" And I was like, "No, I just been buying pre rolls." She's just been buying pre rolls, guys. My just pre rolls. Like, you're wasting a lot of money. Yeah, because if you think about it, like <clears throat> that joint, like it's one gram, and like say like you're hitting it, and then like every time it burns out, you're like wasting weed. So like listen this is what rick dog taught me you know shout out to rick dog he was like he's like listen i've had a i've had to make a dime bag stretch a long time so he's like i know how to save (laughs) on weed so but no i'm like i'm like over here shocked because she doesn't know how to like smoke like she doesn't have a chill up she doesn't have like a one hitter like or like like a glass bowl of matches and an ashtray see like she needs a fucking <laughs> grinder she's like and she doesn't have she doesn't buy loose flour like she just buys the pre-rolls already right. done for you know what i mean which is fine if like summertime though is summertime mm. guys is pre-roll time is joint really? time because you're out and about it's nice you're gonna be outside smoking you're gonna be outside going to events doing things and you know that's when you do pick up a lot of joints like that's when we would sell a lot of joints pre-rolls you know and then plus you want to be outside more in the winter time you're gonna be inside uh, we would po- we we typically would like sell more of like if you think like vapes things like that because like you're gonna be mm-hmm. inside your house you know joints too like they they cause a lot of smoke and things like that in your bathroom if you're smoking right but in your I bathroom. literally take like three four five puffs and I put it out right I don't smoke the whole thing right but. When I, I showed you, though, like I showed you in the chillum, like how little weed it took for us to get true, this high. True, 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 true. So you need to get a chillum, bitch. Like you need to get a one hitter chillum. If you don't, I'm going to find one. I'm going to give it to you. 
And then you need a little grinder to grind up your flour. If it's going to be a chillum, I want like a glass one. A glass bowl then or something. Yeah. Oh, no. Do not smoke anything out of, do glass only, guys. Because if it's like metal metal. or or silicone, that's not good for your, think about that. You're you're literally sucking that into your lungs. That's not good, guys. Stick with glass. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. No, we only fuck with glass. Bitch, in this house, (laughs) fuck out of here. Um, Yeah, no, you need, and you need a grinder to grind up the weed or you could break it up with your fingers too but you if you do a grinder you save more because then it's gonna like break it up nicely right so here you go thanks here's some sweet for you (laughs) um later yeah i'll venmo you a love donation oh god bitch whatever i'm i'm gonna be like alana on like broad city weed queen (laughs) remember she just like found weed like all over her i love i love broad city shout out to broad city um, but yeah, recycling in the news. I want to talk about the baby. Have you heard about the drama with the baby? Yeah. The, dr- the rapper the baby and his homophobic and misogynistic rants right. at Rolling Loud. Well, he got canceled from Lollapalooza. <clears throat> everything, bitch. He got everything. There was another festival he got canceled from. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because he tried it. So yeah, so I pulled up an article from Vulture.com. And it says, like, the baby apologizes and apologizes again for a, ro- a homophobic rolling loud rant. So, like, he, he came out with, like, this, like, iOS press release about, like... And it was clearly not him, bitch. It was, like, his... It was somebody else. It was not him because it was all, like, this, like... It was very PR. Oh, bitch. Like, definitely not oh, him. Shit. But, like, yeah. So, basically, the story, guys, um, the baby chose, like... He chose mess at Rolling Loud in Miami, on Sunday night, and like he brought Tory Lanes out. So Tory oh Lanes, yeah, I know. We yeah, talked about Tory Lanes last I year. I know. Tory Lanes was shot Megan the Stallion in the foot, guys. He shot a woman in the foot, and yet we are literally just forgetting or trying not right. to like like. Why is this nigga not in jail? First of all, Hello. and he's from Canada. He's not even a citizen right. here. Why is he not deported back to Canada? Like I don't understand. So. Yeah, he brought him out right, like right before. Oh no, right after Megan the Stallion said. So it's like it's just like, yeah, like blatant oh disrespect. Like God. he just like did that to make a statement. Maybe she, maybe like the baby was trying to holler at Megan. She was like paying him dust, and he was probably she was, and he's in his feelings. So then, by the way, I ship her new relationship so fucking hard. She's with who again? Partisan Fontaine. Oh, okay, he's, he did a a single with cardi b in that was popular in like 2018 2019 ish okay um it was really good and you've heard it before if i play it for you you'll okay. know exactly what song it is but he's also like a big time like writer for a really? lot of other rappers oh he's like a ghostwriter. yeah he he wrote some stuff for kanye okay. um not the last album the one um the one with the blue cover. Oh my god, I'm having a brain fart. Your high boots. Um. Well, not not the one about Jesus, but the one before that. You other people will know what I'm talking about. But he wrote a lot for him on that album. As okay. Well. Okay. Cute. So yeah. she guys. So you and they're you, so fucking cute together. I mean, they're I've seen so, him. Oh my I've god. seen him. She seems happy, and he seems like he's such a good guy. I follow him on Instagram. Do you, bitch? You're yeah, a fucking. Look I, at this bitch. I tell you, I ship them. Okay. I ship them. They're right. so cute together. All right. Go follow them, guys. <laughs> you heard it here. Becky fucking approves this relationship, so we should approve it too. No, I've seen them. I just I haven't like paid that much attention. Damn, Beck. Okay, 
she's like, I'm all up in there. I'm the a hot girl. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. I, I support Megan, okay? Fuck these niggas. I support her. But no, but like back to this nigga here, back to fucking the baby and his bullshit. So yeah, so basically, guys, I'm just like, like long story short, he basically, he went on this rant, went at Rolling Loud in Miami. Um, and be, he said, like, he literally said, quote, in the middle of his set, if you didn't show up today with HIV, AIDS, or any of them deadly sexually transmitted diseases, then that'll make you die in two or three weeks. Then put up your cell phone, put your cell phone or liars up. And then he also said, um, ladies, if your pussy smells like water, put your cell phones up and light it in the air. Fellas, if you ain't sucking dick in the parking lot, put your cell phone lighters up in the air. Like who, what the fuck? Is he okay? Obviously he's not. Like no one, like... Literally. And you know what? Like, okay, there's just a little admission about myself. I didn't know in the AIDS pandemic in like the 70s and the 80s that people were pretty much shunned. I I didn't know that it was like that until I was the last season of The Crown. Remember when Princess Diana went to New York and she went to visit the hospital that had all the little kids who had AIDS and had had been born with AIDS? Uh And... One of the reasons why she like made waves on that trip was she went and hugged one of the patients, a little boy. Uh-huh. And because up until that point, people who had AIDS wouldn't even want to be touched by other people. They were treated like yeah. they were they so, were like yeah. they were rabid animals. Yeah. And I was watching with my mom and I was like, wait, what just happened? And mm-hmm. she's like, Becky, like that's how it was. Yeah. And I was like, and of course I Googled and I went down yeah. a fucking rabbit hole. Yeah. But it was fucking terrible. It was. It was. I mean, like, and you for know. him to like perpetrate that. It's 2021. Right. Exactly. Like, like what? what 20 about? more than like two, 20 years later that you're gonna fucking bring this up? Right. Like, what is what is your tea? You are not okay. Right. And then him, like, like of course, and everyone... And then to say, like, if your pussy smells thank like water, you. like... Yeah. What? First of all, nigga, <laughs> no pussy smells like water. What? I'm concerned. I'm concerned. Have you ever... <laughs> I don't think he's ever smelled a pussy in the, his entire fucking life. What? And, like, oh I don't know. I was just, like... Or smells or Ladies, tastes like what? I don't know. Like, anyone with re- a female <clears throat> reproductive organs, if a guy ever oh. says anything to you about your B.O., or the way you taste and in, in a negative way, yeah. run for the fucking hills. Yeah. That is Literally. not even a real human being. Yeah. Like it's, there's something wrong. Cause it's, it's like you guys, it's like, well, that's the thing. Like, and then the, the, the media wanted to like, most straight men will go down on you. If you've been in the Amazon jungle without showering <laughs> for two months, they will trust me. They will be going down on They'll, you. Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, they, and then high key, some people like that shit. Right. Some people exactly. are into That's that like shit. Like, king. like literally, I've had men be like, "Wear wear your panties all fucking day, and then bring them to me." Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. Like, I want that, and I'm just like, skirt, skirt, <laughs> like. Like, no, <laughs> the filth, the disgust. And they're just like, yes. I'm like, wow, <laughs> I can't. But you know what? I'm not going to kink shame. You do right, you. No, right. You course. do you. Embrace you know what I mean? It, own it. Own it. Yeah. I hope you find a partner that can meet your needs and you can meet their needs. When I tell you <laughs> that when I was in Aust- when I was in Amsterdam, yeah, no, yeah. And I did that couch surfing thing, right? And I was mm-hmm. with this, that, that, shout out to that chick that was, I stayed with her. I didn't even know her. Her B.O. was on another level. Really? And I tell you, it was pungent. It, like, got on my clothes. Oh, shit. 
And they, like, I was like, oh, my God. And, like, she took a shower and got out of the shower. It was stronger. Mm-hmm. And, like, her, she had a nigga all up in her house. They were in love. She got her baby up in there. I was like, honestly, go off. Right? He must love the shit out of me. He's right. like, yes. Like, because it was very bad. Like, VV wow. bad. Yeah. I was just like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> this bitch does not know that she stank like this. Like, uh-huh. but maybe, it's. But, dude, maybe that's how we're supposed to smell. I hope not. (laughs) I was like, ooh, bitch. I hope the fuck not, because that bitch, I was like, ooh. It was, girl, when I tell you. Oh, my God. You should go back to pole dancing. (laughs) Collect drops of your sweat. (laughs) Where's she going with this guy? Bottle it up and call it, oh, dick him. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to sell it on Reddit. (laughs) Yes, guys. Shout Shout, hey guys, if you want some Ode, Ode to Kim, Kimbo. Ode to Kimbo, bitch, that's life. Yeah. That'll be my, that'll be my, uh, my, my weed strain. Rick does the whole stock. Yes, yes. <laughs> Shout out to producer Rick. Yes, he'll fucking clean them out and yeah. shit. No, wait, Ode to Kimbo. Yeah. Sickening, bitch. That's a cute ass strain name, though. Yeah. What's up? Oh my God, yeah. There Ode to Kimbo. Come on, we smoke this Ode to Kimbo. What's yeah. up? All right, guys, TM. I'm trademarking that shit. Don't steal it. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Um, yeah, no, but back to this 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 piece of shit ass nigga, like the baby. Um, yeah, he really tried it. And the thing is, like, everybody was focusing on like the whole like, oh, he's talking about he's homophobic because he's talking about sucking dick and mm-hmm. you know the the you know um, AIDS and HIV. But mind you, like, n- not only gay people can get AIDS, everyone can get HIV and AIDS. So because everybody was like, everybody was like, oh, he came for the like LGBTQIA plus community. Mm-hmm. I mean, he did, but he also was hugely misogynistic about women and like he's right. just a horrible human being in general by right. like. And the thing is, the funny thing is, all he had to do was go out there and be like, yeah, shout what's out to up, you, Miami. Miami. Yeah, what's up, Miami? <laughs> shout out to you. Put your cell phone right. up. Put your hands up, Miami. That's all he had to say. <laughs> That's it. And he chose mess. Wait, what did he say about the gays again? About he, sucking dick in yeah, the Yeah, he lot? talked what about, he said that. If fellas, if you ain't sucking dick in the parking lot, put your cell phone lighters up. Okay, but like, what's even wrong with that? What's wrong with that? Oh, you mad that you're not getting your dick sucked, the baby? Let's be real. Because hmm, he was like, the, like I, would I don't know. I'd be upset if people weren't getting sucked off in the parking lot if I was a rapper. Like, I'd be like, everyone get the fuck out. <laughs> Oh my god, Becky supports dick sucking in the parking lot at Rolling Loud, at Lollapalooza, wherever. I mean, you know what? You have to have fun. Becky supports, you know, the public indecency, uh, public. Uh, this is why I can never nudity. be mayor or like president or like governor. Becky for president. Yes, she supports it. No, seriously though, like people were coming for him and like they dropped him from. Yeah, so then basically they like. They, he was supposed to be at Lollapalooza. He yeah. wasn't. Like, they, they, you know, they basically, like, you know, canceled the fuck out of him. Um, the people, well, other celebrities and shit was, like, going to him. Like, music legends, including Questlove, Elton John, and Madonna, have penned um, responses to debate, calling his remarks hateful, and then, and then attempting to educate him. Like, Elton John, the AIDS Foundation, posted mm-hmm. an entire thread debunking the harmful myths that he perpetuated. Wow. Well, um, while Madonna wrote a lengthy note that I want to put up my cell phone lighter up and pray for your ignorance. Madonna said to DaBaby, Listen, no one I dies. Madonna, but no, she's... 
<gasps> I love Madonna. You, remember, did you see what she wrote about Lil Nas when he oh, performed? Oh, come on. You didn't, so, what did she say? So you know when he performed, I think it was the Billboard Awards like a month ago or so. Uh-huh. So he was performing that one song um, that he... Re- the, yeah. He went rival for, viral for right. But, I want to like, take my horse. No, to... not that one. The one where oh, he the other the one. Singing. Um, so he was. Yeah, yeah you know what I know I'm the song. About. I can so sing it. I just can't figure it out. He. Call me when you want me. Call, call me when you need me. me. Come in. <laughs> so he was on stage performing, and there were two of his dancers that he kissed one, yes. and then he kissed the other yes. one. So Madonna. No, she did not. Listen, remember when she performed? Yeah, with Britney and Christina Aguilera yeah, and kissed and they, them both. So she posted a side by side photo on her Instagram. Ooh, stories shade. And was like, I did it first. Okay, you're a white woman who's been in the shackles of the male gaze your entire life. Like, that that is what people want to see. Yeah. They want to see, like, girl on girl action. Yeah. There was, when. 20 years ago, do you think Lil Nas could have gone on stage and kissed two men at the same time and not been, like, totally ripped apart and, like, canceled or whatever? Like, come on. Like, Mm -hmm. you did not do anything with that. Like, that was cute. That was fun. Like, it was a cute little gag. But, like, chill. You didn't didn't change the face of a black gay man exclaiming to the world, like, this is me. This is, I'm proud of my sexuality. I don't care what you have to say. Right. Like, that's radical. Yes. You didn't do anything, bitch. (laughs) And I I love Madonna. I I love love her. her. I love her. But let's just be real. Bitch, Vogue, ballroom culture. Down. True. Not, you stole it from them. Actually, someone, because Diet Prada had posted about this, too. Uh Uh-huh. And someone in the commentary was like, yeah, like, what, what, is she also gonna like apologize for stealing like vote, like ballroom culture and like profiting off that? Like, yeah. where, when has she ever lifted us up? When? And I was like, yo. Yeah, I mean, I where's the lie? You where's know? the fucking lie? I know. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, apparently, when he, the baby, like, posted, like, a, an apology, like, not him, obviously, he's, mm-hmm. like, fucking PR people and shit. And it was this lengthy, like, really intelligently, you know, quite, like, oh my God, I'm so, like, I'm so sorry. I apologize. Da, da, da. Well, according to vulture.com, he deleted it. Oh, wow. Yeah. It says that, like, and I just try to go on the Instagram page right now to see, um, to see, to read it to you guys. And it's deleted. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah. He's, it's no longer there. The uh, baby deleted his apology to the LGBTQIA plus community. So yeah, I guess that he's just like, I'm just kidding. But then, no, but then didn't he come out and come out with the second one or no, well, this I is, this I know I read an apology from him and I, no, he, I, he, he posted he, it. He posted, no, yeah. he deleted the first one and then he, Po- he posted a second a one. A second one? Yeah, I think Well, I read this the is an article one. from yesterday. I think what I read was this morning. Did he post another one? Yeah. Oh, maybe he, maybe his PR people were like, let's fix a little <laughs> something, something in here. Whatever. I mean, it, it, the fact of the matter is he ain't shit, and he's not really <laughs> sorry, and he feels this way, and I don't give a fuck what he wants to say and apologize and all that shit. Like, nigga, you went out there and said, you know, HIV and AIDS in two, three weeks, kills you in two or three weeks. Educate yourself, you know, and then, like, pussy smelling like water what yeah. like can you please get the fuck out of my life <laughs> just get out of here like so yeah he's trash uh, so yeah guys that's the recycling of the news we need to take a break and then when we come yes. back we're gonna talk some ghost stories Ooh. Ooh. 
Oh my god, Ricky, find a cute little soundbite for that. We'll be back. <laughs> and we'll be right back after these detailed messages. Today's episode of the Kimboology podcast is brought to you by Faith and Flower. Faith and Flower's spiritual bath teas will align your chakras from your root to your crown. Whether you're medicating, masturbating, or meditating, you can use Faith and Flower to elevate your bath and self-care rituals. Kimboology listeners receive 15% off their first purchase at shopfaithandflower.com. Use code Kimbo at checkout. everyone welcome back hey guys. we're back guys and so it is time for the ghost stories Ooh. <laughs> so guys this uh this week we're gonna talk about scary stories <laughs> scary stories that we know of we've heard of like old folklores from from yesteryear or stuff from mexico stuff from thailand yep. stuff from chicago yep and then also personal s- stories that we've yeah. had happen to us because i'm like ooh, i have That'd some like, fun. scary shit right yeah <laughs> that would be a fun thing to talk about this week so um so yeah where should we start becky should we start with uh mothman since you did mention him earlier the no, mothman let's save him for last because it's more like funny the mothman yeah let's do you want me to tell you mine? Yeah, to I'm, mine? I honestly am dying to hear about this Thailand. Okay, so guys, story. she's been talking about it all day. Yeah, this. So this 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 folklore is from Thailand. So it's from, mind you, in Cambodia and in Laos, um, they have a similar like scary, like a ghost or whatever, right? Like every like culture has like a boogeyman, so to speak, mm-hmm. right? So my mom, growing up. Mind you, my mom doesn't tell me shit, right? I don't know shit about my mom, literally to this day. Like, she'll tell me something. I'm like, bitch, what? Like, she just has never been that super open and, like, shared Mm -hmm. things about her life. Um, So I have to, like, guess or I have to, like, ask her stuff. And then, like, one time, I I could not forget this because, I don't know, we were were watching a movie or something, maybe, like, a scary movie or something like that or whatever. And and then she, oh, I'm, I'm totally lying. That's not it. We were in Thailand and we went to a carnival. In Thailand, mm-hmm. when I was a little girl, bitch, when I tell you, you know, in the carnivals, how they have those little like they have like um, pictures of like the, you know, the one, the, the bearded woman and then the like line the show, the freak show. But they have like these like car, like these like, you know, sh- like posters up and things like right. that. Right. Of their shows of their like, you know, here's the bearded woman. Here's a snake man or whatever like that. They had one of this t- of this Thai woman. But this bitch was a head. And that was, and then on the bottom of her head was her trachea and her lungs and like all the insides of her body. That's it. Oh, wow. I'm going to show you a photo. It's like, well, this is just like a cartoon version, but like, it's so strange. So Mm. their version of a boogeyman is this Asian woman here. I'm going to show you, Becky. Look, you see how her body's like, and then each in each folklore, they have a different depiction of it. Yeah. Look at, 
Oh, it's, oh, I'm wow. gonna like put this like in the a show. zombie. Yeah, but it's like a head of but a remember woman. Remember the zombie from episode one in The Walking Dead, the one that was like on the ground. It had yeah, and so it was like, like and that. it was like yeah, it had only the insides of the yes. the body. She was dragging herself across the grass. Yeah, but she doesn't have this. And so in this depiction, guys, there's no arms. There's nothing. It's just a head. And then think of the inside of the body. So think of like, like the, the spine, the spine, the trachea, the lungs, the intestines, and it's fucking floating. Oh, wow. It floats after. And then they said there's like an illuminated glow. Oh, my God. Doesn't this sound yeah. terrifying? <laughs> I saw. So they had a photo. They had like this depiction of it. Right. In the carnival. I freaked the fuck out. Really? I was like, mommy, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and she goes, oh, it's like, a, it's like a, you know, a scary story. It's like a scary, like a boogeyman, like a witch. It's like a witch. I was like, it's a what? That's They're so like, cute. it's like a Thai witch. She's like a witch. That's I was so like, that she knew to like to relate it to something American. So yeah. Like, like for you. Because like it, that's what they grew yeah. up as their boogeyman or right. as their witch, like a, a vampire. She's supposed to be. the. So, yeah. So I pulled up this article about this fucking creepy ass flying head woman thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so it's called um, Kraus. It's, it's K-R-A-S-U-E, also known as. Amf in Cambodia and then Kasu in Laos. It is a nocturnal, it's a nocturnal female spirit of a Southeast Asian folklore. It manifests itself itself as a woman, usually young and beautiful, with her vis, uh, her visceral, her trachea hanging down from her neck, trailing below the head. According to a Thai um, person, they were saying that the 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 Kraus. I hope I'm saying this right. It's K R A S U E. K R Krasu Krasu the Krasu yeah I know it's like it's I'm bad they know I'm bad with the words I'm the words are hard Thai listeners I know coming for me (laughs) they're like turn this shit off uh the Krasu consists of a floating head accompanied by a a kind of a glow they say it's like a, a very wispy glow and the explanations attempted um about this origin of the glow include the presence of like the oh the methane in the marshy area so I guess she's like a it's like a swampy area oh, and she's okay. got this like glow and it's often said that to this this thing is lives in the same places as this other spirit which is a male spirit called um, Krahang Krahang and which is another male spirit in the Thai folklore so I guess oh, there's these like uh-huh. yeah I wonder what that looks like but this spirit moves about by hovering in the air above the ground terrifying right fucking mm-hmm. terrifying. Um, for because uh, it has no lower body, it's the throat may be pre- represented in different ways, either as only the trachea with the whole neck. The organs below the head usually include the heart, the stomach with the the length of the intestines, um, the in- um, intestinal tract, emphasize, emphasizing the ghost's um, like boisterous nature or whatever, and then. Um, the ghost also has been represented with internal organs such as liver and lungs and things like that. Um, but it, it's much reduced in size now. Like the, like basically it's anatomically out of proportion with the head. So the head's much larger than that's like the body is like, yeah, I don't know. And then it's like, it's always like freshly dabbed with blood and it's glowing. It's oh, disgusting. Wait, yeah. So does your mom have any like personal stories about that? Or girl, if she does, she didn't share it with me. Like she just said, like, oh, it's like a ghost, it's like a witch. What about your aunt? Girl, I can't speak English. I mean, they don't speak Thai. I, I can't speak Thai good enough to talk oh. to my aunts. That's what's so sad. Like I would love to talk to my aunts, um, my aunt Nana about it, but she's that's my mom's sister. 
we can't communicate because oh, she can't speak English okay. and I can't speak Thai. And her Thai is really hard. Like some Thai I can really like yeah. break down a little bit, but her Thai is really difficult for mm-hmm. me to understand. Isn't that sad? I can't even speak to my own aunt. Sucks. Well, that's but, yeah. like the immigrant experience. Yeah. You know, that's living in America 101 as like a first generation kid. That's the reality. Girl. It's not like... Again, I mean, maybe for me, maybe from maybe this is going back to like why Mexicans are, can be so hard on each other. But mm-hmm. my language here, Spanish is spoken everywhere in the U.S., especially in like major cities. Like Thailand's not something you hear yeah. everywhere. Yeah, in this country, you it's know? difficult, and I don't, I don't get any practice. So like, I don't, is there even like a, a city anywhere in this country where there's like you know there's like Japantown and Chinatown? There's a little Thai area there, here in Chicago, like a little well not super big but like where like where we get all our gro- actually that's not really like a thing um well there's like a thai festival that we go right. to in the, like but they i went with you yeah we did oh didn't God, we so wasn't good. it great Girl. and that was like i was living my best life i was like so happy because like we don't have that in th- in you know what i mean no. and like i said i don't really know where the guys thai is. if you can go to this festival if they ever do it again or if you're ever in a thai restaurant yeah order the mango sticky rice my life was changed. Mam- mamong canil, it's oh the God. shit. Mamong is mamong is mango. Canil is like the sticky rice. It's so good. It's and it's got the coconut. I've been meaning to get that this summer, but I think I already passed like the time where mangoes were in season. It's tough here, girl, because mangoes here suck compared to in Thailand. They when really I tell do. you, it was changed well, your fucking life. Mexican mangoes are there. Bomb you go. Too. You, so you uh-huh. can do it there, but you just gotta learn how to make the sticky rice right. With a okay, coconut milk. Where I go. Yeah. In December. I know. I know. <laughs> I want to do it too. I want to try to make it, but like that's the thing. You just need a really good mango. Right. Like really good ripe juicy super mango. Super ripe. Yeah. Super juicy. Yeah. Well, anyways. Oh my god. We were talking about scary <laughs> movies or scary stories and shit, and then we go into mangoes and Thai. Well, do, does it, like do you, have you heard of any stories of people like modern day stories of people seeing that? This the, no. That's what I'm saying. Like I, I'm not immersed in the Thai culture. So enough it's definitely to, like, probably more so because if not, I'm sure there were. You know how they have like Finding Bigfoot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What's yeah. the name of it? Like in Thailand, they have a show like Finding. What's your name? What is it? Kraus or Krasu? Krasu? <laughs> finding Krasu or whatever? I mean, it's th- this is definitely oh, yeah. a folklore. So it's definitely right. like a like a vampire, like a See, witch. I was thinking you know? of it as like it's like a Bigfoot type. Like there's like, you know, there's like white people like talking about, yeah, I saw Bigfoot. <laughs> I saw Bigfoot. In 1974. Loch Ness Monster <laughs> in Scotland. Um, no, I, from what my mom's told me, it sounds like it's more of like their version of like a vampire or like, like a witch. If you don't, if you're bad, this the Krasu is gonna come get you. Yeah, okay. like that. So yeah, like no, literally, like I think my mom would tell me that she would get like her mom would like like t- say like oh you better go to bed or you're gonna get you're gonna like the Krasu is gonna come after yeah. you or whatever. Be be careful or don't go out at night because the Krasu is gonna get you. <laughs> This fucking flying head woman with her intestines hanging. That's like Doesn't really that's, mean. I like, know. if you're bad, a zombie's going to come get you. Do you understand that I actually have, like, this is going to scare the shit out of me. Because like now I'm going to, like, be outside looking. <laughs> and if I see this glow. Can you imagine how terrifying yeah. that would be? Yeah. Terrifying. Right. I thought this this scared the shit out of me, guys. Like, I, if you, I'm going to put this in the show notes if you guys really want to see what the fuck this lady looks like. But yeah, it's ter- It's fucking terrifying. <laughs> a a float, floating yeah. at that, just glowing and floating towards you. <laughs> no, thank you. Right. Oh my god. They would probably uh, the adults would probably fuck with like the kids and be like, 
Someone will be like with candle lights, like far away, be like, That's right? Grasu, behave yourself. Oh man, I would lose my shit. But yeah, that's the Thai, that's the Thai that's spooky cool. man, bo- boogeyman or whatever, boogie Thanks woman. Thanks for putting me on. Yeah, I was very shocked. I was like, the fuck was that? And my mom was just said like, very nonchalantly, oh yeah, it's just the witch. It's, it's a witch. It's okay. I'm like, it's not okay. She's terrifying. I don't want to meet her ever. So what's up with your, what's folklore you got over there, Becky? So my folklore is one of my favorites from Chicago. It's Resurrection Mary. Have you ever heard of her? No, bitch. You've never heard of Resurrection Mary? No, I'm not ready. I'm scared. Wait, are you serious? Are you dead ass? I know. I a- okay, so the thing with the thing about Resurrection Mary is there are real life people who have um, seen her. Uh-huh. Like, okay, so basically the legend goes. So I guess in I think it's Aurora. I'm not sure. Uh-huh. Um, there was a dance that was happening at O. Henry Ballroom, and I guess this girl, Mary, uh-huh. was there on a date with her boyfriend, and apparently they got into a fight at the dance. She left, started walking home, and apparently on her walk home was killed by a hit-and-run driver, and they guess they fled the scene. Obviously, it was a hit-and-run driver, but mm-hmm. they fled the scene. No one found her. She died. I guess her parents found her when they were looking for her the next day. So the legend goes as people... So that... Um, she ended up getting buried at Resurrection Cemetery in Justice, Illinois. Okay. And apparently, so that cemetery runs alongside Archer Avenue, which, you know, that's like a big yeah, street I heard it. In, yeah. in, like, in the Midwest and Chicagoland. Yeah. Um, so apparently people will find her at like dances or like bars or like banquet halls surrounding that area. Like she'll enchant men. And like she'll, they'll like. There's been a firsthand account of like I danced with her. Stop. Yeah, no, I'm serious. What's like, this bitch look like? So apparently she's like a white woman. <laughs> she's like blonde hair, blue Figures. eyes. Figures. There's a Karen. Fucking <laughs> like Karen dance. A thotty Karen. Karen. Yes. Who, like, loves to go to the dance. Oh my god, sickening. And dance with boys. Is she wearing like a band like a bandage? No, apparently dress. she wears a white. Every, every account has been it's been a white dress. Oh. Yeah, like does it get like modernized as it goes on? Is it getting like more thotty? There there hasn't been a lot of like firsthand accounts lately. I think I don't know, but basically, what she would do, she would enchant men, she danced with them. They would obviously like give her a ride home. But the story, like she says, oh hey, like I'm not feeling good. Can I sit in the back while you drive? So she gives, she'll give them an address. They and apparently the legend is is like for the longest time after she died. The lead that these men would drive her home to her parents' house. Her parents. Her parents' house. Who were still they were obviously alive. They were still alive. Stop. And they'd answer the door, and, it, and obviously the because they the guy would get there, he'd turn around, and she'd be gone. And so being freaked out and being like, "What happened? Like, where did they go?" They would go to the house and ring the oh. doorbell, and her parents would always answer and like, "Oh, we're sorry. Like, our daughter." Stop. Yeah. They would explain. Yeah, like our daughter died. We believe her ghost is trying to come home. Like this always happens. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. There's like. A, Yo, can yeah. you imagine being the dude? Like, I was trying to get some pussy tonight. <laughs> right. The fuck, like. Right. Well, I ain't trying to exactly deal with all this ghost what shit. Was happening. So I'm trying to just get laid. <laughs> the fuck? Oh my god! Yeah. I never heard of the story. Like. Yeah, I so I. It's funny. So when I was in high school, 
because I went to I was in school in the city um, CPS in high school I think sophomore year we'd have to do like a Chicago history project okay that was part of our curriculum and so my little book that I have that I've had since grade school has a, a version of Resurrection Mary's story in there okay and um, I was like, I really liked that story. It was really cool. And I was like, oh, my God, this is in Chicago. This is awesome. You stand and, Chicago, <laughs> even when you're a little girl. I love and it. So anyways, I was with Jessica. Uh-huh. We, you know, we Shout were, out to Jessica. She's my best friend from high school. So we were researching. We were, I think we were in the library, and we were, like, researching topics to do for our um, history project. And I was like, oh, I wonder if I could do like a like this ghost story about Resurrection Mary. And Jess was like, What are you talking about? And I was like, Dude, I have to show you this. And I think our library at our school had a, ver- a copy of this book. So like yeah. I went and got it, and I was like, Read this. And she was like, Oh my god. So apparently, because and what prompts me to even like research this for my high school project. So she was like, My uncle says he's seen her before. Oh my god. Yeah. And she was like. She's like, he didn't pick her up, but apparently on like Archer Avenue. She's what? They were Hitchhiking and shit? They were, cause that, that's the thing. There's also been firsthand accounts of her, like, she was hitchhiking to get Oh home. my God. Uh-huh. And the, in the book, they talk about that was the version that this guy found. Um, and so she's like, yeah, like they, my two uncles claimed they saw her one time. Like they were driving on Archer Avenue. They were coming home from a party really late and like, Apparently, they almost, like, hit her. They, like, freaked her out. It was, like, a girl, a blonde woman in a white dress. And I was, like, oh, and I was, like, I'm sold. I'm going to do this project. Like, why not? We can do it on whatever. This is Chicago-related history. Yeah. Um, and so another interesting thing, too, on Wikipedia, like, if you Google it, there's, like, a whole Wikipedia page. Apparently, another firsthand account was, I guess, this guy was driving past the cemetery one night. And it was late, and he saw her from the inside of the cemetery. She was, like, standing by the gates. But because she looked like a real person, I guess he thought she was someone in distress. Yeah. So, apparently, he, like, pulled back around. She was gone. Um, He went into this. I don't know how he went in, but I guess he went to go look for her. Yeah. Obviously, he's thinking someone's, she's not okay. So, I guess he made it to the part of the gate where she was standing, and it's burned. And they, mm. you can see a picture of it on the Wikipedia page. Oh my page. god! Uh-huh. Isn't that creepy? Crazy? <laughs> creepy guys! Oh my god! Is everyone like got the hairs on the back of their neck all standing up and shit? Um, that's creepy. Uh, I like how the dude tried to take her home and get some pussy and legit was cock blocked because she's a ghost and her parents are like sorry she's just you know she's a little you know just trying to find Dude, a way imagine home. that though if that's for real like imagine the the grief of like knowing yeah. that your daughter's soul is trying to come home and like i don't know if i know? could live in that same house I i'd have to move i'd have maybe to like you feel like you can't move because oh help maybe that's true you know because at the same time people have like this really this mis- misconception about like ghosts being evil and right. like how they're not they're like, these you know these entities that are trying to hurt us but in the, at the end of the day i don't believe that all of them are i, I do believe that maybe i maybe believe some more of them. in bad energy yeah and, like evil energy than like yeah. the soul of someone trying to like interact with us like yeah I believe more in like there's like evil energy that can like take over. I do believe that. You know? I do believe that. I think the devil can comes in different forms. Right. I think the devil comes in forms of 
people that we know. Like, yeah. I think that, you know, you can <laughs> go through a, dom- a dead ass. What what was that, Becky? Well, like last week, and I was like some guy that has like demon dick that yeah. has a hold on you. <laughs> She's over here like, ooh, he was the devil in dick form, y'all. Yo, I mean... <laughs> Dead ass though. No, I just feel like I, because I remember, like, I always remember the story of like my dad would tell me that, like, and this is like, I guess, one of my like folklores. Mm. My, my dad would tell me a story all the time because my father has a really, he had a really interesting life. You know, he's, he's passed. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace, George. Um, but he told me that, he always told me that God will test you and like mm-hmm. you'll go through, like, like men don't have a period, right? Women, men don't get a monthly cycle. Right. So God will test men and that's like their version of, you know, a cycle. Yeah. They're in gradient rhythm. Right. Because I mean, like, <laughs> it's not fair because women have to go through a period right. every fucking month. It's the ghetto, right? Men don't know what the fuck that is about. You know what I'm saying? They just over here like, la, 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 you deal with that. No, it sucks. Okay, guys. But for men, they have to go through tests. Like, um, that's what my dad will always tell me. And so one of his tests, he told me that he befriended the devil. Oh, shit. He said that, yeah, he said that he met this guy and that he took him down this super dark path. And, like, it, it, he said this guy, this man was, like, in devil form. Like, it was a person in devil... It was a devil in a person form. He said that this guy got him, in like, you know, into this lifestyle. He partied. And then he also, like, would do drugs and things like that. Mm-hmm. And so he told me one day he got really drunk and, like, high or whatever the fuck. Got really fucked up. And that one day he was, like, looking at that guy... Like, they were, like, chilling or whatever together. And that he looked at that guy, the friend or whatever, the devil friend. And he said he literally saw his face and he saw the devil. Oh, my God. He, he was, like, his face was, like, the yeah. devil. And then he attacked my dad. <gasps> yeah. Like, physically like attacked Like, physically him? attacked him. And that, like, ever since, like, obviously he got the fuck up out of there. And then oh ever since God. then, he was, like, all right. He, like, changed his life. He was, like, okay, fuck this. I'm not doing any of this. I'm, like, you know. I'm marrying Pujana. <laughs> He's, like. <laughs> Listen, We're let me find me a nice Kimbo. Let We're me find me a nice offering. Right. Let me find me a nice Asian woman. I'm just playing. <laughs> no, you guys I have like several half siblings, guys. My dad was not like he's out in these he was out in these streets. I have probably brothers and sisters I've never met before. Oh, That's just how my bro, my daddy rolled, okay? Um, but like, yeah, I I always remember that story. And I remember my dad said that from that story he like literally changed his like he like full like Stopped fucking up and like got he like straight edged, you know what I mean? Because that scared the shit out of him. Wow. He was like, "Yeah, the devil attacked me." Like I got no and low key, like that's that's real, you know? Like that's definitely that was a test for yeah. sure. Mind you, if you want to really go technical into it, if you don't believe in the whole devil and all that stuff, maybe my dad took some hallucinogens or something, right? Maybe. And maybe he saw that guy, yeah, and his face looked like the devil or whatever. And because he, my dad was high as fuck, and then they got they got they started fighting because you know niggas be high and they be fine, you know right. whatever. And that's probably you know what I mean. If you want to really break it down, right. and you know what I'm saying, and bring the like science behind it or whatever. But like I truly believe that, yeah, you know they can come in different forms, you know, yeah. and like I think that they can come in different entities and like test right. us in different parts of our life for right. sure. Yeah. So yeah. But no ghosts. Yeah, they're they're chill. You know, they're just trying yeah. to make it home. They had unfinished business. This chick. Hi, George. Had Speaking got of, into a fight with my cat, Georgie. Uh, her boyfriend. What was that? She got into a fight with her boyfriend at the club. Yeah, at the club. She wanted to leave and go home. Listen, and, and she just <laughs> so happened to you know not make it. Unfortunately, yeah. Well, all right, Resurrection Mary. We see Shout you. Out to you. Yeah. 
we uh we <laughs> shout out to you we see you girl um you know hope you get home i mean the f- what do we say i mean bitch if i swear to god if i go driving somewhere I see I knew, this, I knew, a blonde like, bitch in a white dress i'm a fucking lose my mind okay i'm a fucking like be like becky oh my god well that's like well the going back into the moth man yeah so kim i don't know it was was it no it was like 2019 she posted an article on her Facebook page about Mothman sightings in O'Hare. And she was like, what the fuck is going on? So crazy story. <laughs> well, not really crazy, but I immediately called Kim and I was like, bitch, you need to know this tea. Like Becky had a whole <laughs> like when I just like I just was like, hey, look at this article. And she fucking was like, no, you have no idea. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Why are you so serious right she now? She was scared. She was like, I don't yeah because i'd be scared i'd be like i don't want to know this shit i'd be scared i'd be like creeped out (laughs) but yeah but go on well first before you tell your personal story tell them what the what the storyline is like who is mothman what what's going on apparently do you have like should we look up an article and like read i I know enough about it because it's like i'm a mothman (laughs) expert i'm a stan yeah actually there's a whole podcast about the mothman stop yeah there's like 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 a whole podcast de- de- dedicated to the Mothman? Yeah, no. yeah, no, I'm serious. Well, so, there's a there's a book, there's a movie, well, yeah, the Mothman prophecies. So apparently, there's been a lot of sightings of this Mothman in like the Great Lakes area in like the last like ten years or so. And apparently, it's like a apparently he's like eight feet tall. He's half man, half moth. <laughs> if his name hasn't given anything away yet. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah, I so, uh, so anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Becky, you're about to sick this mothman on us. I know. So and he like just creeps around, like usually around like bodies of water to like, like right, flat right. land, prairie style, like there's usually a lake or a pond nearby type of thing. Apparently his like eyes glow red. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So a couple years before um, Kim had posted this article. So where I live in the city, it's pretty far southeast. I'm very close to Lake Michigan. And there's all, a lot of like uh, wooded areas. And there's a lot of like recreational areas with like other little mini lakes nearby. And there's some really nice trails to go walking on. And so I was on a walk with my sister and my mom. And my sister, in the area that we're in, she's like, oh, my God, guys, I have to tell you. Like, I just remembered. And I was like, what happened? So my, yeah, that's. (laughs) So creepy. I just, like, looked up this, like. Yeah. We'll have have Rick edit that part. (laughs) No, just leave it all in. You have to, but you have to read an article about this. But go on, go on. So, yeah. So, anyways, um, my sister has a friend from grade school that she has on Facebook. And. Mind you, like, well, Kim knows my sister. My sister's a very level-headed person, like, drama-free, like, doesn't really, like, like doesn't rock the boat. Like, she's, she's really sweet. She's like, just coasting, you know, yeah. like, and she's perfectly content. Um, and she, she kind of has always surrounded herself with, like, the same kind of people as mm-hmm. well. So apparently she has this friend from grade school that she grew up with, and I guess they keep in touch on Facebook. And she was, like, back, like, this this late this chick like she's she's got kids you know she's got her family like doesn't really post super provocative things or doesn't you know 
really like you know some people on Facebook will like post their family drama like yeah. fuck my aunt so and so and so I, she's just someone who's like on Facebook keeping in touch with her friends too right so apparently like a while before that she had posted on Facebook a first hand account of what she saw the Mothman in that same area that we were in it's um it's called Wolf Lake. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, I was, well, I was, it, I guess apparently it was like 7 p.m. The sun had just gone down. And so it was still kind of like twilight. But the, the, the lights outside were already on, okay. on the trail. So apparently she was like on there super freaked out. She saw a mothman by the lake, like walking by the lake. It was like this huge creature. And it was, you know, just kind of looking at her oh and kind of God. like walking along the lake and and mind you so me and my mom were looking at my sister like why are we here because literally where where she was like and why I had clicked for my sister she was like I didn't I, I, would, I didn't say anything I didn't want to suggest you know I, I didn't think to not suggest coming here for our walk but now that we're here I'm thinking about it and I'm like mm-hmm. oh my god this is where my friend saw the Mothman mm-hmm. and so we were like oh my god Which, why'd you bring me here right? <laughs> the fuck so, we, need love, like, we need to go and I was like well what like how because I'm like she, I'm like did she call the police because I didn't know anything about the Mothman yet mm. right like I kind of stay out of that stuff too yeah and she was like no well I don't know like she just posted about it she was like really freaked out and and I'm in my head I'm like why isn't this like news you know what I mean because like again I hadn't known about it so of course I go home I google it mm-hmm. and I'm like finding all these like first-hand yeah. accounts on it and I was like what is happening but then I was like okay well I don't give a fuck about the mothman so whatever so <laughs> so anyways when Kim posted this article on her Facebook yeah. page I was like Girl, I yeah. know someone who knows someone who saw the Mothman. I know somebody that sees somebody that knows somebody. <laughs> know somebody that sees somebody that knows somebody. Well, which I mean, I, I truly don't give a fuck about the Mothman. I don't. Becky's dating the Mothman. <laughs> Becky went on Tinder and found the Mothman, guys. <laughs> She's going out with them on Friday. It's going to be <laughs> sickening. Um, well, bitch, I mean, it's actually like, like a thing. Because look, I found an article. Yeah, there's Let a me podcast read, about it. Let me read this article for people. It says, this is an article that was on medium.com. It says, this, I don't know if this is the article. This isn't the article that we that I posted on yesteryear. Or I don't, wanna, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't even know where the fuck that's at. Yeah. But it, this it says, why? what is the Mothman and why are people seeing it around Chicago? <laughs> and in this this article, I'll See, put it in the guys, show notes. My, my sister's friend isn't crazy. Girl, he live here. Okay. <laughs> he live here. He's made a home here. They have the creepiest photo in this article. That's it's scary. so fucking creepy. It's this fucking winged, you know, hairy per- like figure with red eyes. It's really scary. Um, it says the mythical winged man creature was last sighted by a postal worker. This is what this is. This was in the oh, article. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. The uh, was a postal worker at the Chicago O'Hare International Airport. It says um, this is a quote. I saw that this was not some person, but some red eyed creature and what appeared to be a coat was uh, were actually wings, which it spread out and it turned and it looked at me. Bitch. Yeah. The quote was taken from a witness statement. Um, the witness statement was a 17 year um, veteran for the U.S. Postal Service was walking to her car See, after like leaving. Regular, regular people. Right. Who, 
people from Chicago who not give a fuck about getting famous off a ghost story. Bitch, when I tell you I do there. not want to no see. No one cares. I don't want to see that shit. <laughs> I'd be scared as fuck. I'd be like, I didn't ask for this. I don't want to see no winged mothman. Um, but yeah, she said she was walking her car after leaving work one night when she spotted a seven foot tall red eyed creature striding towards her. She stated that the figure then flew above her, emitting a screeching sound as she hurried to her car and drove away. The anonymous postal employee is not the first person who has reported seeing a tall, winged man flying above. Sightings of this strange phenomenon has been documented all around the world. The Mothman is one of the most enduring um, American myths, and while not pr- proven to be true, can't be disproven either. The first sighting was in a small West Virginia town in the 1960s. The largest reported sighting was from the postal worker. Uh, oh, from the postal. The latest one was from the postal worker. Um, but the Mothman has been spotted quite a bit around Chicago in the last few years. Like your friend did. Yeah. Uh, I mean, your sister's, sister's friend. friend. His first appearance in Chicago area was in 2011. Yeah, girl. Was that the like maybe the year like she no. saw it? Like I said, I, the reason why I was able to find articles was the people had been talking about this. Okay. But I didn't know. Okay. You know? Well. 2011, that's not too long ago. <laughs> Since then, the sightings are mainly around the airport and Lake Michigan. Yeah, girl. Physical characteristics. Um, when you compile the sightings together, a common theme takes shape. He's a tall figure, usually 6 to 10 feet with red glowing eyes, although sometimes his eyes have been reported as green, yellow, or orange. He is a humanoid figure that, that resembles a witnesses of a bat or an owl. Wow. What is his behavior? He is often seen flying near trees. Sometimes he chases people and makes hissing or clicking noises. In the latest Chicago sign, the USPS employee said he made a chirping noise and then a screeching noise, and then he flew towards her and above her. Sometimes he screams. Sometimes he stands and stares. Sometimes he simply flies overhead. He often leaves witnesses with an um, impending feeling of fear and doom. Holy shit. Which seems, uh, which seems a reasonable reaction if, if I thought a winged humanoid man was flying straight for me, screeching with red eyes, glowing, and I'd, I'd fear, I'd feel, I'd be, yeah. I'd feel doomed as well. Hell, doomed, bitch. <laughs> doomed, okay. Um, but yeah, so apparently, like, um, the myth, is, it goes all the way back to West Virginia in, the, in like, November of 1966, the first time he was mentioned in the media in a headline. Locals newspaper said, couple sees sees man-sized bird creature something. <laughs> yeah, and then they describe a story in which two young couples were chased by a dark figure with a 10-foot wingspan and red eyes. Three days before their sighting, five men reported a large humanoid flying figure over their heads from a nearby tree. The sightings came in fast and furious after Ohio newspaper dubbed the figure the Mothman. So the conspiracy theories began. Um, some believe he lived near a nuclear power plant, um, which was a result of the government testings. Wow. And after one year, after the first sighting of the... It's giving very Stranger Things. No, you know what it's giving me, bitch? It's giving me Jeepers Creepers down. Did you ever watch that shit? Yeah, it is a scary Oh, my God. You guys, (laughs) if you guys ever watch Jeepers 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 Creepers... This is the Mothman. I mean, he yeah. doesn't have the green, the glow, the red eyes, but he's a man with these fucking wings, and he comes out like every something seventeen years or something like that. In I the forgot. story, I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up because I want to. If you guys gotta watch, if you guys want to see, like this is what it kind of gives me. Yeah. Why does it give you Stranger Things? Because he was by a nuclear plant. Is that what you're That's doing? what it's at. Yeah. That but is it Stranger You've never things? seen Stranger Things? I have. I missed that part. I remember mean? like the, fa- the upside down is in that like, factory, that like lab. Oh. 
But not a nuclear power plant, bitch. Like, okay, well, it's kind of like. Okay, well, it gives you that. (laughs) I mean, like, oh, look at this. There's other people, people, other people think the same thing as me, guys. I'm looking it up. It says, like, um, uh, what is the creature in Jeepers Creepers supposed to be? Like, they're all talking about Mothman and the Jeepers Creepers guy. Because, yeah, it looks dead ass. Like, maybe they, like, maybe they got, like, inspired by. Yeah, because it's, like, really fucking creepy. But, yeah, no, Jeepers Creepers is about this, like, winged, like, bat, like, man creature thing. And he comes and, like, comes out only, like, every so often, like, every 17 years or something like that. And he fucking, he's so creepy, though, because then he, like, gets fixated over, like, uh, a specific, like, person. And then he has to, like, like, in the movie, the first movie, like, he, like, smelled the scent of those I kids. I don't remember. I Itch. remember the movie kind of grossed me out. So I was like, if I see it playing or if it's on. You don't watch it? I don't watch it. Yeah. I don't know why I like stand this movie. I think it used to come on TV or something back in the day. And it I used did. to watch it all the yeah. time. Because I used to watch it all the time, weirdly <laughs> enough. Because it scared the shit out of me, but it was like very like yeah. intriguing. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, yeah. And he would come out, he would like have to kill you. And then at the, I think that the, what creeped me out the most was the ending. Because at the end, he did end up catching that kid and he ended up like eating its eyes or like, or like taking his eyes and then like, I don't know. It was really, really creepy. But anyways, yeah. So I guess, I don't know. That's, it gives me that. It gives me like Jeepers mm-hmm. Creepers vibes. So if you guys ever watched that movie, you know what's up. The real ones know what's up. <laughs> if you know, hashtag if you know, you know. So yeah. So that's the Mothman guys. So that's that other creepy folklore. Anything else, Beck? Any other creepy folklords? That we- what? You've heard a lot of Yorona, right? I, no, I, I don't, because it's not my, like, cultural, like, you know what I mean? Well, like, you, I just told you earlier, you're Mexican, so I thought you... Well, tell me my history, bitch. <laughs> Share this story with me. I should know it, right? It's a part of my history. What's <laughs> up? Well, La Llorona is another, um, like, folklore from Mexico. It's kind of, like, kind of, well, apparently this woman had, like, I don't know, five or six kids, and apparently she, like, went crazy one night took her kids down to the river and drowned all her children. Dude. And afterwards was like screaming for her kids along the riverbanks. And apparently I think she like killed her. Oh, I think she drowned too. I think she ended up like throwing herself into the river. So people hear her ghost, um, like screaming for her kids. Like is that because afterwards um, she regretted what she did. But really, I really think it's more about, like, postpartum depression. No, this bitch did not. <laughs> no. She really tried it, guys. Because I was just about to, like, read an article and shit. And she's like, actually, guys, it's about, it's psychologically about how women really just fucking can't with these people. Like, back. Wait, let me finish. Let me tell this story. Because let me just no, give people a, a here's qu- a, Here's what's true. I am very scared of that story. And Are I don't you? like to listen to it. Yeah, well, because... It's My dad, where he grew up in Mexico, um, he grew up near a river. So when uh, we would go, I'm talking like the countryside where he grew up. Okay. So when we would go down there, we would spend weekends down there. When I would go to Guadalajara for the summers, we'd drive into the country, to Zacatecas, to go mm-hmm. spend the weekend there. So my cousins that lived there would always like tell me these stories and like, oh, La Llorona's going to get you and she lives right here. Oh, we bitch. Hear her all the time. No, they did not. Yeah. That's so mean. <laughs> I I'd be scared as fuck. So I'm always like, no, I don't want to hear. Bitch, well, even- we're on a podcast. You brought her up. We're going to tell <laughs> no, the story. Well, even with 
The last time I was in Mexico with Joey, we, on one leg of our trip, we stayed in this really cool house. It was literally on the oceanfront, and, it, like, it was amazing. Like, but it was in this very, very rural part of Nayarit. Like, I'm talking, like, we had to drive through a dirt road to get to this house. So, it was like a cosa. So, Sayulita was about, like, half an hour away. Yeah. So, one night, we went out for dinner in Sayulita, and the thing is, we left for dinner when it was daylight. Yeah. But then coming back, there was this this part of the road that we were on. It's not part of the main road that takes you from. She's like a dirt road. Maybe? It wasn't. It's a paved road, but it's a so in like Nayarit, Jalisco, Vallarta. There's um, like one road that takes you from like Guadalajara through um, to like through the mountains to get to Puerto Vallarta. And on the way, you pass up Guayabitos, you pass up Sayulita. So this road starts in Sayulita as well, but it goes a little bit more into Punta Mita. Mm-hmm. So it's a more it's a road that's not used that much. So there's no lights at all. Mm-hmm. And so and it's like this windy road. So we're driving back and like we're kind of stressed out, you know, because it's you can't see anything. And mind you, it was only a half hour. So I'm like right. trying to like I'm talking to Joey where like we have the music off and he's like do when I was little because he would also spend a lot of his life and a lot of his childhood in Mexico as well he's like on when we would take trips like this with my cousins growing up he's like we'd be on these like dark scary roads that's when they would start selling they would start telling scary stories that's so fucked up I'd be like this is the wrong time guys (laughs) so they would start you know telling scary stories to the kids like to Joey you know about stuff that would happen in their ranch and he's like, dude, it would be scary as fuck. And I was like, and you know me, I was like, let's tell scary stories right now. And he's like, no, Beck, no, like, I don't want to do it's it. It's just y'all too. Yeah, and y'all just- really want to go there. <laughs> yeah. Driving through this windy ass, scary ass road. <laughs> so then, I, and then, he, then finally, I was like, come on, Joe. And he's like, okay, fine, let's do it. And I was like, okay, let's talk about La Llorona. And then I was like, I can't do it. <laughs> I was like, what if the car breaks down? That ass, bitch. You be playing. Hey, listen. You be playing. These motherfuckers listen. They be like, oh, you want to play? Okay. Boom. Car breaks down. Boom. No no cell phone. No, no service. And that's the thing. And that's why we were so nervous because our yeah. cell phones didn't work bitch, on that Bitch, fuck out of here. Road. You got me fucked up. Oh, hell. I ain't playing like that. I ain't playing with that. God don't like ugly. Let me tell you. Well, yeah, this, we learned, okay, if we're going to go out to eat from this town and go to Sayulita, that needs to be during the day. Yeah, no, that's not, <laughs> I'm not doing that because that's scary. Well, this is, this is a Mexican folk story, right? right. La, lo, la, la, la Llorona. La Llorona. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a prominent figure in folklore horror. The main character of La Llorona legend is doomed to eternity of searching different bodies of water for her children who met a tragic end with a watery grave. The story of La Lorona. This is based off of donquixote.org. Just like randomly Googled it. (laughs) I was like, wherever. Um, The story of La La Llorona begins with a woman named Maria, blessed with natural beauty, who is determined to marry only the most handsome man she meets, uh, shunning any man she sees as unable to match her aesthetically. Oh, bitch. She's like a, she was like an Instagram Instagram thought. Um, There are different versions. Resurrection Mary, the party girl. You know? We got La Llorona. Right? Instagram thought. Right? Okay. (laughs) She's selling flat tummy tea on the weekends. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) 
Uh, there are different versions of this narrative, Bo. The, bemo- the most popular states that Maria wooed her potential suitor by appearing aloof and difficult to win over. Yet once the couple eventually married and had two children together, the young man's thoughts began to stray, dreaming of his previous wild lifestyle on the prairies. Okay. In some versions, the ranchera is unfaithful to Maria. Oh, he cheats on her. Um, and then she merely resents his emotional indifference in comparison to the attention he continues to bestow upon their children. Oh, so she's like jealous. Wow. Um, her children drowned. It's not about postpartum depression, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> she really tried it. So this is about postpartum, guys. It's really <laughs> sad. No, this bitch actually was jealous of her kids. Um, and then many versions like um, of the tale suggest their death was deliberate at her own hands. So she yeah. killed them. Prior to, prior to drowning herself. Oh, she killed herself too. Um, when Maria is refused entry to heaven without her children, she is forced to search the waters for their remains during their afterlife. Dang. Wow. Wow. So yeah, that's basically the, that's one, I guess they said there's many different versions of mm-hmm. the storyline, but yeah. there's like a Spanish version too, but this is like the Mexican version, I guess, right. of it. But yeah, girl. Look out she was for her. Not, she was not having it. She was like, oh, my children, you care, you love these children more than me? I'll bet. We, go, we getting rid of these bitches, which is horrible. Um, but yeah, that's the story of La Llorona. Yes. Wow. Creepy boots, guys. Oh, my God. I'm creeped out. Are you creeped out a little bit? I'm like, now we're high. So imagine this, guys. We are high as fuck right now. And you know when you get high, you get paranoid sometimes. So I'm over here like, Georgie's making all this. Right. Literally, Georgie's over there moving and shit. I'm like staring. I'm like, is that, is that, who is that? Just my cat. So, um, yeah, that's creepy boots though. Yeah. Creepy. Does anything like creepy ever happen to you? Like, like in your life? Like, have you ever had like, well, it's crazy. Thing. Well, so my dad, where he's from, um, there's there's another there's a little town where I only went one time. My when my great grandfather was still alive, my grandmother's father. Okay. Um, I get for the life of me, I can't remember the name of the town, but it's in Zacatecas. It's not mm-hmm. too far away from Tatanango. Uh, there, so the town is like almost like in a crater like it, the, it, they're kind of below sea level oh, okay so it's almost like it's like a it's like in the ground so you have to go down this like really kind of winding road to get down into where the town is and there's there's a there used to be a lake there because it's also this this town is in the mountains so it's like elevated so there okay. was a lake at the bottom and uh, I went to the lake when, and it was beautiful it's okay. like just so picturesque like beautiful trees and like when I was there, um, there they, the town didn't even have, like, electricity or running water. It was, like, a true, like, we're in the countryside. Okay. And um, so when I went, we went for a swim, and apparently we're telling the story of, there, apparently there's, like, a creature that lives in the water that, like, is evil and sometimes would, like, take people and apparently they all the people in the town always knew about this creature that lived in the lake cuz the lake also goes pretty deep um and so i guess when my grandmother was little so it's, the town didn't have a church they did have a church but they didn't have a priest cuz it was such a small town so what i guess like the vatican would do um, cuz obviously they're catholic you know they would send a priest like every once in a while and they would and that's when they would do like the the christenings the communions the blessings people would get married okay. and so apparently this priest was coming 
there's another town like all the way on top that you can kind of look down from. And so apparently the priest was there. He could see down into the other town and he could see the lake. And he was like, there's a demon in that lake. Oh, my God. And he's like, and I'm not. I refuse to go. And like it was like this big scandal because the priest wasn't going to come because he thought the town was cursed. And he saw a demon in the lake. And my dad doesn't believe it. He, like, laughs when he talks about it. He's like, I think that priest just saw that road going down and was like, I'm not. Because he had, like, a horse back then. Mm. It wasn't even, like, a paved road. He's like, I'm not going down that fucking road. Like, fuck that. Fuck them. Fuck that town. Fuck those people. <laughs> Mood. That's right. but, uh, but apparently the people in the town were like, oh, my God, we knew it. It's evil in the lake. Uh, okay. And it just, like, validated them. But. The lake's gone. It dried up. Oh, it dried Yeah. Well, <laughs> by demon. Right. Maybe the demon did it and shit. The fuck? Well, that's creepy. <laughs> well, I mean, okay. Did that happen to you? Like, did something happen to, like, you, though? Like, did you have, like... No. Okay. No. It was actually a beautiful experience. <laughs> I'm done. She's like, actually, no, dead, no, dead ass. They, there was a creek that ran from the lake, and uh-huh. I ended up drinking water from that creek, like... Dude, I've never in my life, I drank this water and it was like it went through my whole, I could feel it go through my body because it was like so pure and like fresh. It was like fresh spring water. But yeah, that was, I didn't see a demon, but. Demons inside I now. tried Fiji water <laughs> before it was. Oh my thing. God. <laughs> Fucking Fiji water. Before it was bottled. Wow. Wow. <laughs> She only drinks Fiji water, y'all. <laughs> oh my god! Well, that's interesting. Well, I guess like each town. I has, guess I like, kind of like right? it because it's part of like my family history. Yeah. You know, yeah. That's, I mean the 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 sugar mill that was in that town was where my dad had his first job. As oh a kid. really? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think if there's there's always okay. So do you know how like sometimes. When you're, like, you have moments of... Okay, I'm sorry. Georgie's, like, fully in your purse right now. Look at him. Hold on. No, you don't have to, like, just turn around and look at him. Look. He's, like, trying to get in your bag. Georgie, get out of there. (laughs) He wants to come home with me. He's like, what's up in this bag? He's had it here. (laughs) You ain't going nowhere, cat. This bitch never lets me out. No, he just wants attention, (laughs) and he knows that that's going to, like, get our attention. Really? He's smart. He's smart as fuck. He knows what's up. Georgie, get down. Girl, Get down. He is not a dog. He, he is though. He is though. <laughs> He's a fucking dog. Georgie, down. <laughs> down. You got Look at him looking at me. Have you ever seen people discipline their cats with the spray gun? It like sprays out water and they just Oh, it I have one. We have one upstairs. Because when Georgie be doing it's humane. It's water. Yeah. It's not gonna insane. kill him. <laughs> right. Yeah. We just we spray the plants with it. We'll I'll, I, he knows it. I'll lift sometimes now I'll just lift it up and he knows, oh okay. <laughs> he'll jump down or he'll like because I'm like eh, He's fine. He's about to go to sleep. So it's fine. Um, no, there's like, so sometimes, you know, how we live on this kind of borderline of like dreaming and like reality. Like this, this can go really deep, bitch, because we're, we're high as fuck. But like right. almost like, um, like, have you ever heard of that? Like that? Um, oh, my God, this is going to kill me. It's that one effect where like you don't know. Oh, my God. The town is called the Manica. It just came to me. That, what I is it called? To- Temanica. It starts with a T. Temanica. If you want to Google it. And then, so we can Google that and find, like, real... No, you're not going to find anything on Google. Bitch. But you can see it, like, oh, from, here, I found you it. You can see it from Google Earth. Oh, I'm done. <laughs> she just sent you out of Google Earth, guys. Let's cancel this bitch. Anyways, 
<laughs> no, I was saying the Mandela effects. And I kind of want to have a whole podcast episode about this later on. But, like, it kind of reminds me of that. Because it's like, you know how people... The, do you know what the Mandela effect is? No, what is that? It's a scenario where, like, in which people swear that they've seen the same thing. Like, like people that, like... Like, like for example... Matrix? Like, when there's a glitch mm, in the Matrix? Kind of like that. Like, like almost like... vu? Kind of like that. In, that. in that family. It's almost like as if, like... With the the Monopoly man, right? When you visualize the Monopoly man, does he have a monocle in his eye? Yeah. He doesn't. If you Google him, he does. Yeah. Isn't that creepy as fuck? Oh, my God. Yeah, bitch. Yeah. Like, we've all seen these things. Well, because he kind of looks like the planter's peanuts one. No, but it's like a thing. Babe, I'm telling you, we're going to have a podcast all about this. It's really interesting. Someone from planter's peanuts... (laughs) In the marketing department, was having a lazy work week, right? And they went to like, well, let me see this Monopoly guy. Oh, let me just go ahead and copy that. No, let me add a fucking one eyeglass. (laughs) I'm done. But there's like several (laughs) scenarios like that, right? Where like people like will feel like, oh my god, like this has happened before, like or like deja vu type of thing. So I always have this like feeling or of these like really visual almost like I remember these things happening as in my past mm-hmm. as in my childhood and it creeps me out because I don't actually know if it happened or not or I don't mm-hmm. know if this is actually just me dreaming it several times as a kid but I used to be really creeped out of our deep basement like really? our deep basement that's where, where my actual studio is now where right. I like do my sewing and stuff like that mm-hmm. there I used to think there was like a monster really that was down in the deep basement and that uh-huh. lived underneath our stairs Really, and I would be like, I when I tell you, I still feel this like cre- I'm grown, mind yeah, you, I'm yeah, grown yeah. as fuck right now, but I still feel this like utter creepiness that it's like still like I'll to this day like we'll yell at Ricky like close the fucking door like really? I mean that's I mean Georgie's like you know that's yeah. his litter box down there so he needs to go down in the basement but like if he leaves the door open I like immediately have to close it because I'm just mm-hmm. like not today Satan yeah so I'll have but I'll have these literal like I remember being down there and seeing something yeah. like I remember it or like, you know, and it's like, well, who used to live in this house? This is the first, no, this is a brand new house. When we bought it, it was a brand new yeah. build. Okay. It was a brand new build. So well, it wasn't is, like this was, a, maybe this was like native land. And <laughs> all right. You're, she's trying to make there actually be a spirit in this house. No, bitch. I want to. I want to actually forget about this and not actually be thinking because your girl lives here. You don't want to Google anything. No, bitch. I don't want to actually prove myself right because, because this, that's this horrible. Was native Chicago was native land. Oh, bitch. I, we're that's, watching. We're watching Boardwalk um, yeah, Empire reading, right I'm now. I'm reading The Third Coast right now. What's the, that? It's a history book about the history of Chicago. Oh, look at that. And like, it's crazy because I've been envisioning and like, yeah, like that's what it would look like. It was this beautiful lakeside flat piece of land there were indians that lived here there were tribes up into oh, up into you know way like where displays is now yeah i believe it i um, believe it so bitch board, boardwalk empire is all about like chicago and al capone and shit mm-hmm. so like if you're down for that type of shit like ricky just put me on and we've been watching okay. that and like mm-hmm. prohibition and like all that stuff but it's like it's like history chicago history and like there's this city has so much history like right. i mean the chicago fire you know what i mean like right. all that shit but um, I believe it. I believe it. This is an old. This is an old town. Like there's a lot. A yeah. lot of shit went down here before yeah. us. You know what I mean? We have to remember that. So, but yeah, the, I always have this like feeling. You like should that. get the book. Do you remember those books? They're called Images of America. No. And you've you've they'll be like Images of America, and it has like 
they have something for like every like almost oh, every like a, town, but then in Chicago they have like what's pic- ours? Picture no, there's a bunch of them. There's oh, like, there's like different ones. Pictures of Naperville back in the day, or mm. they have like remembering South Chicago and remembering you know different neighborhoods like Bronzeville. Then they'll even go really niche. Like they have a few books on like Marshall Fields. They have a few books on like the World Fair. Okay. Um. Then they have like uh. Japanese immigrants in Chicago. They have blacks in Chicago. Uh, <laughs> blacks in Chicago. No, they do. They, it's That's a, actually a, the a books great are super dope. Show. I have a few, but I'm sure there has to have one for like this township. Yeah. So I believe it. So we've had lots it. of history. <laughs> do you right, want to go down that rabbit hole? No, we don't. Actually, <laughs> we're gonna take a break because we've been talking too much creepy shit. <laughs> we need to move on from this topic. It was cute though talking about ghost stories and like diving down this and. Because, yeah, I learned a lot on the sense of, like, just, like, you know, I didn't know the whole history behind a lot of these, like, yeah. these, like, folklores. So forced me to kind of do a little research on that, so which was interesting. And now I'm yeah. creeped out. So we have to take a break. <laughs> and when we, we will take a break and we'll be right back with Meditate, Masturbate, Medicate. We'll be back. And we, and we will be right be back, right back after, after these, these detailed, detailed messages. messages. All right, guys, we are back. Yes. It's time for Meditate, Masturbate, or Medicate. Yes. This week, guys, it's Medicaid. Woo! Yes. And the reason we're doing Medicaid is because I figured out that this bitch can't <laughs> roll a joint. She doesn't know how to fill. Like, she she literally buys just pre-rolls, right? So this is... So I didn't even start my cannabis journey until 2020 because... Damn. Really? Yeah. Like, dead ass last dead year? Because when we went into quarantine, so I was laid off. Um, well, not laid off, but like our salon had to close because yeah. we were in the personal care right. services and um, the state of Illinois was not going to let us work. So, I mean, I knew everything was fine, but obviously I wasn't fine. And so I started taking melatonin supplements mm. to go to sleep. Um, but I was just like waking up really groggy. Yeah. And um, I briefly talked to Joey about it and he was like, why don't you take an edible before go, before you go to bed? And I was like, you know what? Why not? Like I have, <laughs> I don't have shit to do. <laughs> Ain't nothing going on over here. So now that started your love yeah. of cannabis. Yeah, yeah. You started with edibles. You did. I started with edibles. I feel like I started and... with edibles too. I did yeah. too. Cause I didn't like smoking. I never, I never liked the whole premise of inhaling cigarettes or sm- I hated that. Yeah. But yeah, edibles was your first kind of yeah. like introduction yeah, into it. And so with that being said, <laughs> you're kind of graduating as you go, right? Yeah. So you went from edibles to what? To like to pre-rolls. Okay. Um, and I've been getting pre-rolls now for like the last six months. And I recently mentioned it because my brother was like, what are you buying? Or like, and I was like, I'm just buying pre-rolls. He's like, dude, what the hell? You're wasting a lot of money. And I was yeah. like, okay, chill. I don't want to roll it. Like, I'm just going to buy a pre-roll. <laughs> And it's like, then I'm t- asking Kim because I was supposed to go to the dispensary today and mm-hmm. you to stock up. I didn't get a chance to. And I was like, girl, do you have an indica? I'll like Venmo you for something. Yeah. And she's like, I only have flour. And I was like, well, I'm fucked. And she's like, what do you mean? I was so And she's like, pissed. saying that you're wasting all this money. Yeah. No. She got very pujanat on me and I'm like done. read me for filth. Pujanat don't care. She don't, she will read you 
down. Let me tell you. Well, let me, I'm just going to give Becky a cute little She's tutorial gonna, right yeah. now on like what she can do when it comes to like, so guys, and this is if you guys don't know yourself when it comes to um, cannabis and marijuana and weed, I'm talking about the flower now, right? Like I'm going to talk about the so, actual So like think bud. of the little nugget bud. The, yeah. The little nugget. There like you nuggets. go. Little nugget bud. Yeah, that's like uh-huh. a nickname for it. There's bud, there's nugget. So in, in like the in the whatever we terms of it like there's flower flower will be the biggest bud like the big cola yeah. is what really honestly it's called the when you look at the flower plants the colas are the big giant like mm-hmm. buds right and then you're going to have your popcorn which you've heard that is popcorns are going to be those little nuggets those little buds so the little small little you know um cannabis little nugs and then um so there's like and then there's shake so mm-hmm. shake is going to be anything like from it's when you're like when you're like trimming the when you're actually harvesting your weed and trimming it, all the entrails that happen from it. Right. So as you take the plant, you have a stem and everything. You're going to have all these things fall off. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, parts of the weed, like maybe like little parts of the leaves, the sugar leaves, things like that, like actual um, yeah. trichomes, things like that. It falls off. You take all those remnants. That's called shake. And you're going to take that up mm-hmm. and then you you can you know, sell that. People will sell that to dispensaries. And then that's a little bit less price. You know, usually it's a little cheaper because shake is going to be all the like discards from when you're actually trimming the bud. And then they have, um, keef. Keef is the actual, like when you're grinding up your flour, there's usually like a powder, like a dust that comes off. That's, that's where all the power is. That is, that's the most potent because that's where all the trichomes, that's where all the crystallization is. That's where all the THC is. Yeah. So that's all falling. So that's why when you have a grinder, um, fuck, I'm going to show you my grinder in a little bit, but you take the flour, right? And you put it in the grinder and you grind it up. And then what comes out of it is just ground up weed, right? You take that Mm -hmm. and that's what you take and you put it in whatever form that you're going to smoke it in. And then usually a good grinder will have a bottom portion that catches all that powder keef. Okay. And then some people will take that keef and then they'll do what they want. They can maybe put that back in their joint, roll it, you know, they can put it in their chillum. They can actually make hash. And that's like, if you make like a hash from your keef, it's like super potent. Like if you're only smoking just that, think of like this, it's very powerful, very, very, okay. very strong. Right. So, so yeah, if you want a little bit more boost or if you have maybe like a, some weed that doesn't really have a kick, if you add a little keef to it, it'll give you a little oh. bit more of that oomph. Yeah. And they so, sell it like a powder? They'll, yeah, you can buy keef by itself. Um, it's not very prevalent. Like, it's kind of like, yeah, I mean, here in Illinois. Yeah, i my dispensary. They, not every dispensary has them. Okay. Uh, the one I used to work at didn't have it, honestly. Didn't okay. have it. Um, bubble hash. Like, you'll see hash and, like, um, hash is, like, another form. Like, that's mm-hmm. another way to make the, whatever. It's a whole world. But when it comes to you with the flower, um, so this, I'm showing Becky right now a cone. So this is, yeah, this that's, is, and that's what my pre-rolls are made with. Exactly. Uh-huh. Right. So rolling, you can actually take rolling paper and you can roll it. I'm the yeah. worst at, I'm a horrible roller. Like I can't, I tried, I've done it a few times, but like, I just, whenever I smoke it, it's just not the same. Yeah. I like cones. Cones are nice Yeah. because it's already there for you. All you do is you just take. Now is this a sustain, like, do they have like papers that are like. Oh yeah. This is, oh, this is, this is right up your alley. Um, Becky, because look how cute the papers is. Yeah, I love this. These are called Blazy Susans. So shout out to Blazy Susan. I've just recently became obsessed with their cones. 
they're pink. I mean, they have other colors too, but it's like, it's very, it's like natural. If you read everything on it, read it. Vegan, ultra thin, slow burning, and GMO free. There you go. Yeah. The ones I have are pink. They have them where they're like on, on um, no color too, like kind of like the natural color too. But um, if you see the Blazy Susans, like this is like a signature thing, like it'll be usually pink. Okay. And so what happens is if you take the cone and what you'll do is you'll just put the um, ground up flour in here and then you pack it down. And oh, then once it's filled up, okay. then you just twist so the top. So it already comes kind of like rolled all. Yeah. Oh, and you see, save thought, so much okay, money. Not, but how do you get it in there like without spilling it everywhere? So you'll have a rolling tray, which a lot of pe- a lot of stoners will okay. have a tray. Okay. People use random things, like you know what I'm saying? But like a tray, you'll you'll have all this stuff on the tray. You'll, okay. sh- you grind up all your flour. You'll put it on the tray. And then I'll just take this and then I'll just like scoop it in there and I'll just pack it down. And okay. then once you have it to your, you know, your size, you can also buy different sizes of these. You don't have to See, buy the size. You can buy there's smaller. There's actually a, a company uh, in California that okay. makes mini ones. There you go. Yeah. Um, she has mini it's ones. It's called Islands. Okay. And I was like, that's because I, I can make this last uh, one pre-roll yeah. last like four or five days. Yeah. But why so, would you if you can just get like smaller? If I can just get a pre-roll. Yeah. And just, like, and just do it yourself. You just buy an eighth, like a three and a half. Right. Three and a half grams is an eighth. Um, that's that little jar I just showed you. And that right there, you can make last a lot longer because if you take an eighth and you just grind it up yourself and not only this, you, so the way I like to smoke guys is through a bowl or a chillum or a one hinder because it does make your weed last a lot longer too. Cause then you have, you know, you can put that little, the little weed and then you can put it in the chillum and then like you can smoke it that way. Me and you just got high off of that one chillum and I, we probably just, I don't know. It was like less, it's like 0.3, probably less than that. Of weed that you're using. So, yeah. I mean, like, Ricky will tell you he hates fucking joints because he's like, you're wasting weed and it doesn't even get you high. <laughs> like, he fucking hates them. But, like, when you're on the go, it's really, like, your only option, right? Like, I hate the whole bringing a chillum with you and all that other stuff. Yeah, it's just too much. It's a lot, yeah. right? So joints are really convenient. Plus, I have, like, these beautiful ashtrays that I, like, love to use. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. a, it's, a, it's a look. Everyone has their own preference. Yeah. Like, a lot of people prefer blunts. Right. That's like their only way to smoke weed. I want blunts. You know what I'm saying? So they take the blunts and they they take off the tobacco and they put the weed in there and they roll it back up and they smoke it. That's like their preferred way to smoke weed. Right. There's so many different ways. There's a moth on your window. Bitch. I know. It was like a the Mothman like one too. Oh my god, the Mothman and Mothman in moth form. There's a moth behind. There's a he's like gags the, behind Kim and literally. Oh my god, he's like jokes on you. It's actually me, guys. I'm just looking like a moth today. Oh my god. But anyways, yeah. So that's that's it, Becky. I hope that you Thank actually you save lesson. some money. Wait, now. wait, really quick. So can I get a bud and like grind it up all at the same time and then just like have it for the week and yeah. Just, it's not gonna go bad no, or anything. No. Okay. I mean, like, I usually keep it in my grinder. I okay. just grind it up, I just keep it in there. So that's you know, I mean, me and Ricky oh, will just keep it in our grinder. Okay. All right. And then we'll just we'll just, you know, hit it throughout the day. I mean, if you don't wanna you can always just grind up a little bit. Right. Only what you need to use, and then that way you take all that and then okay. you know what I'm saying? But I really highly recommend you get a ch- like some sort of like glass bowl or like a glass chillum or like because it's it'll make your weed last a lot longer it'll go a long way you okay. can get like a cute little like get a cute like bowl or something that's like you I really want like speak a rose to. crystal quartz yeah one. get like a rose quartz one and like then very like, minimalist yeah, yeah make it be a cute thing very chuggy right get you a nice <laughs> grinder you can reuse it you know what i'm saying save yourself like the hat. Thanks for putting me on, Kim. I did not know for Kim, you were doing. If it pre-rolls. don't make dollars, 
Listen, it don't make sense. It just listen. <laughs> you just you just gotta do better. You know what I mean? You just gotta do better. No, I'm here for it. Like, cause this it's gonna change generational your life. wealth knowledge. You know, we're sharing. It's more like stoner bud tender. Like, I, li- I literally didn't learn all this until I got in this industry. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now that I'm immersed well, in this, this industry isn't fully, common knowledge, and it's, it's, it's really so not. very taboo. You know? Yeah. Even oh, it's bitch. Legal in Illinois. I told like when I was working in, like a gig with like you know whatever i won't tell yeah. the company but she was just like i was like i was just like so because i've been i've been working with fucking stoners for the past like nine months i'm so used to just talking about right. weed freely and no judgment more like excitement right right and i was just talking about how i was like oh my god like i have this new job like i'm like oh my god bitch i'm high as fuck right now and she's just like <laughs> she's a white girl she was just like she was nervous so nervous she, she just like, like did this giggle and like when i tell you crickets like she wouldn't say anything like i could tell she was one of those it's just like, oh, bitch, like, why are you over here talking to me about weed? Like, this is fucking not okay. And I'm like, girl, you're not okay. So, yeah. Guys, it's 2021. Yeah. It's, you don't have to measure your success with a nine to five office job. Like, everyone's getting their kicks and, and paying even, their bills. Listen, with, like, the cannabis industry needs things. a nine to five job, too. So, there's HR. There's accounting. True. There's everything in that world and yeah. within cannabis. And guess what? No drug testing. What's up? So go off. Right? Holla at your girl. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, it's time for the quote of the day. And this quote of the day I figured is really on brand for the topic this week. That's it. The quote of the day is Monsters are real, ghosts are real too. They live inside us, and sometimes they win. That's by Stephen King. Oh my God. The sh- from the Shining. Shout out yes, to the King of Bitch, I, I read all his books. Right? Yeah. Did you read his books as a kid? I read all his shit. I think I only read it. Oh, I read yeah. it. Uh-huh. I read it. Yeah. I used to I used to go to the library. I used to get them big dumbass books yeah. and read all of them. They're so good. Um, but yeah, guys, I just wanted to also thank you all for the people that are doing the um the survey. So I'm gonna go ahead and Shout plug out the survey. Shout out to y'all. So the survey, guys, is live. It is on it, the, the the link is in the show notes. If you guys can, girl, why are you about to eat this in front of the? <laughs> this bitch forgot. She has like a granola bar. She's up there. <laughs> I'm like, I'm done. We're almost done, bag. All right, and then you can eat your granola bar. I'm done. She's like, I'm hungry. Let Let's me just make this an ASMR show. I know she swears by ASMR. I'm done. Well, guys, I'm going to go ahead and plug the survey once more because I do need you guys to help us out in the Kimboology streets. We need your help in filling out this survey. Um, We are very appreciative, all of you, for your support as we grow and want you to make sure that we are learning about you guys, our listeners. Uh, We love it if you could just hit the link in the description to fill out our listener survey. It's literally like less than 10 minutes. I'm going to send I'm going to actually personally send you a gift if you do it. Um, so in the oh end of the God. yeah, at the end of the survey, you guys can leave a, por- a portion if you want. It's optional to, for me to send out this gift to your home. Um, yeah, so if you fill it out for me, I'd really appreciate it. We really need the statistics so we can send it out to our for sponsors and so commercials and things like that, and for us to make a little shmoney and you know, only like yes. a little shmoney, and we can buy an actual camera so we can <laughs> so you guys can see me and Becky's face, um, our faces. Even though right now we're kind of like, <laughs> we're listen. We're on the very, like, 
Yeah, there, this show's definitely not being recorded. Hell no. Nah. camera. Today was a today was hard. <laughs> I couldn't do shit today. I laid I literally laid in a love sack for hours. It's very humid in Chicago right now. Yeah. So I think it's making everyone a little lazy. And it was rainy. Yeah. There was no sun. It was right. really like I was hard it was really hard was for me to be motivated. It was it was a very unmotivating day, and so I was happy when Becky came over. We're like, we can do the podcast. We'll be a little productive today. So, nice. so yeah, guys, please, please, please. This week, I would really, if you guys can, just pause the show right now. Go on the show notes. Just fill out the survey for us. We would really appreciate it. I'll send you a free little gift. Um, it really will help us out. So the more of you guys do it, the better. Um, I'm going to keep bothering you guys to do it until you guys do it. Love you guys. Love you guys down. So, <laughs> but Bye. yeah, that's it, do Becky. Right. Do the survey. It will really <laughs> help us guys. We really appreciate it if you guys do it. So thank you for the people that have, we appreciate you down. Um, and I'll be sending out those gifts very shortly. Um, Becky, you have anything else for the, our, for our audience before we leave the show? Nothing. Have a good week guys. Right? Be cute. Make the most of it. Be cute. Summer is almost over, but stay safe. Yeah, guys. So that yeah, Delta variant is she's real. So just be cute and keep it cute. Wear masks it. and vax stuff. Right, right. Keep Come it. get waxed with me and then go get vaxed. <laughs> yes, because yes, Becky's she's the waxer of the snatches. That's what she does. Um, but yeah, guys, I appreciate you guys. Follow Becky on Instagram at Bexter Lexter. Follow us on Instagram as well at Kimbology Podcast. Shout us out. Slide in my DMs. Nice. Oh, guys. Also, cue the horns. Our one-year anniversary <laughs> is coming up. Oh, my God. I know. That's it's coming so up. It's coming up in a couple weeks, guys. And I do have some ideas for that episode. But if you guys have any ideas for the first for the one year episode shout me out or I was thinking maybe, of doing a maybe write to Kim on the Instagram page and ask and name your favorite guest there you go I want to do a best of episode so I think that'd be a really fun thing to do and like so just give me like your favorite part favorite guests or parts of the show that you really liked or you know whatever I mean you're Mm -hmm. like or a sustainability topic that you really enjoyed (laughs) or like some yeah maybe that's what it maybe Maybe Kim will choreograph a pole dance for the anniversary maybe I should you know I really do want to incorporate that somehow in the podcast but like that's gonna that's when we have to do live shows guys like you guys are gonna have to come see me perform True. becky's gonna do a one-man sh- stand-up she really is what? becky would be so good at that you'd be like a great you like think... one-man stand-up yeah, comic. But i don't give a fuck about making people laugh <laughs> i really don't <laughs> and that's your gift right there because that's hilarious <laughs> yeah bitch i don't really give a fuck like i like to laugh but True. i'm not here to like make jokes you know but your life is a joke bitch <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. True. We're going to let you go. We've been talking forever. Um, thank you so much. And don't forget to wash your ass and um, clean out your nose. Oh, trim your nose hairs because them things are long. All right. <laughs> Bye. Kimbo out. Brought to you by the Rick Dog Network. We'll shoot the damn dog.